Today on episode number 899 of the School of Podcasting, I'm going to talk about one of the side effects of a community that's just so cool. And I got to hang out with Adam Curry this past weekend at the Spark Ignite conference, and he shared some things that I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to be repeating that. And Chris Nessie asked me, he said, hey, is that new elite plan on PodPage? Is that worth the money? And I was like, well, let's find out. So I'm bringing on Brendan Mulligan to explain what the new PodPage elite is and why he got rid of the free program. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting Sense 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson. Thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I help you plan, launch, grow, and if you want to, monetize your podcast. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER when you sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription. And don't forget, that comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. And boy, September has been a fun month for me. I spoke at four different events. And this last weekend, I was in kind of Houston-ish, Texas, where it is very hot. Even at like 9 o'clock, it's still very, very hot. And uh, before I get into this, we need to do this, of course. This is an Invisible Sky Buddy alert. If hearing the word Jesus triggers you, you may want to fast forward. Yes, I was at the Spark Ignite conference, which is a Christian podcasting conference, and hats off to... Misty and Peter Phillips and their whole team, Jody was awesome. And just it it's interesting because Misty has her tribe, for lack of a better phrase, her her community, and about ninety-eight percent of it is women. And they're amazing. They're all amazing. They're all really into serving their audience. But I got to speak really three times, which was awesome. And one of those I got to interview. Adam Curry. Now, if you're under, I don't know, 30, maybe, Adam uh, is known in some circle, shall we say, for being one of the original VJs on MTV. But why I am so grateful to Adam is he is one of the guys that helped invent podcasting. And he was talking about, if you haven't heard this yet, Google has decided to close down Google Podcasts in 2024. And this is, depending on what you count, the third or fourth time, because there was Google Listen, that's gone. There was Google Reader that was very popular, doesn't matter. Google shut it down. Then they had Google Play Music, that's where they put podcasts. And then they came out and they're like, hey, Google Podcasts, we're, we got it right this time. We've got this dedicated app just for Google Podcasts. We're going to put podcasting on the front page. And for a while, they kind of did. And it's hard to break into podcasting because Apple has somewhere around 60% of the market. And then in the U.S., depending on who you listen to, there's somewhere around 20-ish percent. And I know overseas, Spotify is a bit more popular. The bottom line is, at least in the U.S., Spotify, yes, it's the second, but it's got a ways to go. And Google came in at third, around 5%-ish. 
And it was kind of like, okay, all you need to do now, Google, is make that app built into the Android phone. And it was so stupid. It was there, but you had to kind of search for a podcast for it to actually show up. It was so stupid. And so they are closing that, but they're like, no, no, don't worry. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I, again, you kind of, oh, lie is such a hard word. But, you know, uh, apparently you did not tell the truth when you said we're doubling down on podcasting because now they are going to put podcasts into YouTube music and they do say that you will eventually be able to import your podcast into YouTube music via an RSS feed, which Adam kind of was saying how there are all these technical terms and he calls it the real solid signal is what it should stand for because Adam with a radio background was saying, that's really what we're doing here. We're putting out a signal and there is no spam in podcasting. If you don't want to listen to this show, you can swipe left and unsubscribe or unfollow. And, uh, you know, there's not much I can do about that. I hate to see you go. And he was talking about when it gets into the YouTube world, or any of these other ones, right? But especially YouTube, people talk about TikTok's another one. We all bow down to the mighty algorithm. And he dug into the word algos. And it turns out it more or less boils down to uh, physical and mental pain. Yes, the Greek meaning for the word algos is pain, uh, physical and mental. And so if you wonder why our children, and some of us, you know, we're all hooked up on dopamine and things like that. Maybe having everything tied to an algorithm isn't such a great idea. And I just thought that was interesting, but Adam gave a great keynote, and Adam actually was baptized this year. So that's why Adam was at that conference, and he picked up a Lifetime Achievement Award while he was there. It really was a phenomenal conference. And uh, the other thing, just here's the thing to kind of like things we can learn. So Adam, depending again, I guess on your age, and this group was a little on the old, like we all knew Adam from MTV. In fact, they even played the MTV music and things like that. So he's got a room full of people who are like, holy cow, that's the guy from the TV. And what was very gracious of him, I will say this again, every good podcaster at the bottom of it all is there to serve their audience. And so, I don't know, a hundred or so more people in this room and it gets done and literally fairly quickly a line formed to, it was almost like a wedding reception and everybody's going to shake his hand, get your picture taken, including me. And uh, he sat there the whole time and, you know, you, you can't talk a long time to people, but he tried to have a, a little quick, you know, 15 second conversation. And when the room was empty, he finally left. So if you're ever in a place and you have people that listen to your show and they want to meet you, follow that example because it takes all of 15 seconds to say hi to someone and take a picture. And of course, they're going to go share that picture on social and they're going to say, hey, I actually got to meet that guy. Or, hey, I actually got to meet her. She's the the host of my favorite show. And she was so nice. She took a second to 
say hello to me and take a picture. So if you ever meet someone who listens to your show, they may feel a little awkward asking, can I get a selfie? And so look, you know that I know that you know that I know that I'm just a guy in my spare bedroom talking into a microphone. But to the listener, you're the voice that is coming out of my speakers. In fact, I actually love the fact that at this conference, I listened to Adam's show, No Agenda. And because I like that show, he launched a new show with his wife, Tina, that he, it's kind of the joke, it's Tina the Keeper, because Tina is his third wife. And I can see why he calls her the Keeper. She's amazing. She's funny. And so I've listened to that show, and I met Tina, and she started talking. And I was like, oh, this is so much fun. I haven't done this in a while. And she's like, what? I go, the voice of Tina Curry is coming out of your face. It's so weird when you do that. So it wasn't so much like a fanboy. It's just like, oh, yeah, this is that weird thing that happens when you meet someone that you listen to all the time. And so it was a really great conference. And this is what is so cool about community. And so here again, we were there. We're a bunch of Christian podcasters talking about Jesus. And I want to substitute because I realize the J word just makes people go bonkers. But whatever your genre is, so let's say you do a podcast about Legos, right? And you and they, they make a Lego podcast conference, and everybody in the room there is doing a podcast about Legos. What's cool about this, when you have a community and you share something in common, there is a level of comfortableness already. Because again, you know that I know that you know that I know that you love Legos, and so do I in this example. And what was cool about this is we would have the little, oh, what's your podcast? What do you do? Oh, that's cool. And then in multiple cases, the talk went like third date level. Like we're not talking small talk. We're like diving into, well, what about this or what about that? And I had some really cool conversations that really helped me. I had some things that were on my mind and there was one person that had mentioned something in her talk and I went up and I said, can I ask you kind of a personal question? And we had this conversation and I was like, man, I feel so much better after talking to someone about that. So this is one of the powers of podcasting is that community because when you get together, you all share that one common theme of we love whatever genre, whatever topic you're talking about. And so if you are a person that is thinking that nobody else likes what I like, I'm here to tell you, try a podcast, get that thing up and going and give it a couple months. And I'm pretty sure you're going to find out that you are not the only one that loves whatever your topic is. But it was a great time. One of my students, Dr. Brad Miller, won Best Comedy Award for his new show, Cancer and Comedy. You can find that at cancerandcomedy.com. I got to hang out with Larry Roberts, Chris Kermitsos, uh, Alex Sanfilippo and his wife, Alicia, all sorts of new people that I got to meet. It was a great time. And uh, if you are hearing this episode after seeing me at the Spark Ignite conference, because what I do, y'all put up these photos in the uh, the show notes. I started asking people at the beginning of my talk, how many people 
have no idea who I am and you've never heard me or my podcast. And I had probably, I don't know, about 15 people raise their hands, which I'm like, that's how you grow your audience. You get your content, or in my case, you, me, right, in front of people who should be listening to my show. In fact, in the future, I might do an episode on getting speaking gigs because they're a lot of fun. It's a lot of work as well, and but the results are for me at least, amazing just because this is how it works. Uh, relationships are the number one takeaway from podcasting. I know we're, you know, some of us are all about money, but relationships lead to opportunities and opportunities lead to more relationships, which lead to more. Yeah, you get the picture. I met a book agent that was like, would you be interested in writing another book? And I'm like, maybe that was kind of cool. And I met some people that I'll probably be pulling in in the future as guests, and I have a word out to his people to see if we can get him to come on, because I don't know if you know this, but next week is episode 900 of the School of Podcasting. How weird is that? Yeah, uh, but I've got a feeler out about maybe actually having Jesus come on the show. So we're waiting to hear back uh, and see what that is. So that might be happening next week, because I always do something different on the 100 episodes. Uh, I think the probably the most popular one was episode 400, where the show was taken over by a bunch of morning radio DJs called Binky and the Wiz. And before you're like, oh, that's the last thing I want to hear, because again, the J word triggers you. I want to talk to Jesus about his marketing plan, because if you think about it, he's been around for centuries and people are still talking about him. And I kind of looked at his business model and I was like, you know, that's interesting. And so everybody always talks to Jesus about healing and helping and things like that. I want to talk to Jesus about his business plan. So I'm I'm waiting to hear back and, and we shall see. But, uh, you know, I got a, a, a email into the angel Gabriel and a couple other people and uh, we'll see what happens. Back on episode 728 is when I first interviewed Brennan Mulligan, and he is the guy behind PodPage, and he built it in such a brilliant way, very much like a podcaster. With us, we have to figure out what does my audience want and then give it to them, and that's exactly how he built PodPage. So if you are unfamiliar with it, it is a website for your podcast. So PodPage is not a media host. It's not Buzzsprout. It's not Libsyn. It's not Blueberry or Captivate. It's for your website. It replaces things like WordPress and Squarespace and Wix and all those other things. It's really, really cool. You'll hear me talk about how many websites I use PodPage on. And so I was doing my Ask the Podcast Coach show. I do that every Saturday, askthepodcastcoach.com slash live, 1030 Eastern. And Chris Nessie said, hey, I heard where PodPage has this new plan. It's like the Super Jumbo Deluxe plan called PodPage Elite. Is it worth it? And I was like, that's a really good question. And that would also be a really good episode. So you're going to hear me talk with Brendan. And the quick answer is, yeah, it's really cool. Wait till you hear all the stuff it does. But before we get to that conversation, I wanted to reach out to you if you're a person that is completely happy with your website. If it does everything you want it to do, you love the way it looks, it's easy to manage, then by all means, this show is 
using chapters. And so you can actually click the chapter button. It's typically the second arrow on the right when you actually look at the episode and it will jump to the next chapter because I don't want to waste your time. If you're happy with your website, then you don't need PodPage. I do have some affiliate links. If you go to tripodpage.com, you can try it and Brendan will talk about how the free version works here. Or if you actually want to deep dive in it, you can go to learnpodpage.com. And I need to let you know that the new features of PodPage are not in my course yet. That's one of the things I'll be doing this week is updating the course. So I'll have links to that out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 899 if you want to check those out. But here is my conversation with the one and only Brendan Mulligan from PodPage explaining about the new PodPage Elite, as well as some changes as to why he quit having a lifetime free option. It's Brennan Mulligan from PodPage. Brennan, how's it going, buddy? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Let's answer a couple quick questions. You canceled your free version, and there might be some people that are like, oh, what was the reasoning behind that? We looked at the data and we found that the vast, vast majority of the people who had signed up for PodPage and not upgraded, they weren't upgrading because they chose to not have a website. They found another solution. They just didn't want to use PodPage. There was a very, very small amount of people who were using PodPage on the free plan and choosing to not have their own domain. And the reason was, if you want to have a website and you want to have great search engine optimization and show up on Google, it's really not a good idea to have your website on someone else's domain. You should have your own domain name, ideally with the name of your podcast. And most people know that. And so there were very few people using it in a serious way. And there were a lot of people using it in a malicious way, not podcasters. If you look at a lot of website products out there right now, I didn't really realize this, but there aren't a lot that actually give free plans. And so it's actually kind of hard to publish something for free on the web forever. Usually there's some sort of a trial or whatever. And so there was a community of people who were pirating videos, uploading full motion pictures and creating a pod page for them that were using pod page just to distribute the links. And so we were getting a lot of takedown notices from the DCMA asking yeah. us to remove links to Avatar 2 and uh, links to all these different movies. I saw the screenshot of it. If you looked at our Google search console for PodPage, the top keywords were podcast website builder and podcast websites. Below that was 100% Avatar 2, Way of the Water, whatever the popular movie. So there was a ton of traffic. And so for a while, we tried to like figure out how to reduce that. But as you can imagine, it's just whack-a-mole. Like we would delete yeah. a, a site and they just put another one up. So... There weren't any podcasters who were really benefiting from it, or a very small amount, and yeah. it was causing me and the team just a lot of trouble to have to deal with basically non-podcast use for it. It wasn't an easy decision, but then we feel like we can support our paying customers better and devote right. all that time back into them if we just got rid of the free plan. So we turned the free plan off. We gave everyone who was using it seriously a chance to upgrade with the discount, and I would say there were some upset people. It was entirely smooth. I would say less than a dozen. I may even say less than a handful of people were really upset and felt like we had wronged them. And most other people, they were like, oh, I was using it, but my podcast isn't alive anymore. Or I was using it and I like it and I'll upgrade. So it was kind of a non-event on our end. Is there a free trial at all? Or is it just you sign up and you pay? 
So I modeled it after, I believe it's Squarespace does it how they do it. So you sign up and you have a period of time to use all the features. You can go and do whatever you want to do. You can share your page with your team and you just create them a login and they can come in. And as long as they have access to the page, they can see it. And you basically can use it however, however you want to use it for a couple of weeks. And then after a couple of weeks, you choose if you want to continue on or if you don't, it just sort of expires. And the reason that we make it so your team is the only one who can see it, again, you can add them and they can come look at it. But for a while, we were like, oh, in those first two weeks, it will be a public page and you can share it with anyone. Well, then I realized that actually creates the exact same problem that we were dealing with before, where all these people would come in and they'd create these download links for these movies. And every two weeks, they just create a new page for it. But you can really, really understand all the features of the site. You can make an informed decision after you use it for a couple of weeks. And if you choose not to, then it just sort of expires and you don't have to do anything. Nice. Less hassles for everyone involved. So yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Well, and now you've come out with a higher tier. So the, what are the different tiers and what do they do and what's the new one? Yeah. So when I started PodPage, I think there was only one tier and it was basically plug in your RSS feed. It creates you a website and it stays up to date without you having to do anything. And it pulls in your reviews and stuff like that. And actually there was no free plan at the beginning. And what we found was there was a lot more pro features than, than we thought people would want. We turned it so there was a basic plan, which was essentially the free plan plus a custom domain. And then there was the pro plan, which was literally everything else. <laughs> Any feature we added outside of an, an easy to, to customize website with your episodes was in the pro plan. And so I think it was 85%, 90% of people who's used PodPage use the pro plan, which if you do software as a service, that's really not how it's supposed to work. That typically means that you put way too much in that upper tier or there's a, an unserved market. And I've always been pretty public about PodPage is great to a certain point, but at a certain point, you might need WordPress or you might need something more custom for you. And that's fine. Like we celebrate graduating people off the platform because that means things are going really, really well for them. But we started asking them why they were leaving. A lot of it was like, oh, we could build that. And so it started seeing this opportunity just to provide a higher level of service for podcasters that wanted more out of their website. So we started developing the elite plan six months ago, started talking through it and started building it out. So now we have three plans. We have a basic plan, which is a basic website. You put your domain on it. It stays up to date. You can customize it, choose from tons of different templates. And that works for certain people. Typically, that works for people who have a host website isn't what they want. They want a little more customization. So that's where the basic plan fits in. The pro is still like going to be best for probably 70% of podcasters. It's It imports reviews. You can have a blog. You can import videos. You can post to social media. You can create custom pages, tons of integrations. You can collect email addresses. You can have a voicemail feature. It's just got... It's really really good for most people. It slices, um, it dices, it even juliennes. I mean, we went a little crazy with features and we put a lot of stuff in there. Um, <laughs> and, and I think we'll still... The majority of things that we build will still go into that middle plan. And then there's the the elite plan. Our goal with the elite plan was podcasters who kind of fit into a couple things. One is they want like more control over their search engine optimization for their website. And what we saw on WordPress was a plugin called Yoast SEO, which is I think the most popular WordPress plugin. And it's awesome. It like it basically you can go to any page on your website and you can get a full rundown of how well it's going to perform for the focused key phrase that you choose. And so you tell Yoast, hey, for this page, we want Mickey Mouse waffles is what we want. This is what this episode's about. And we want that to show up the first. And they'll look at all the components of your page and tell you, well, if someone's searching for Mickey Mouse waffles, like you've really optimized for that. 
And I say that because I made my daughter Mickey Mouse waffles this morning. <laughs> and so what, we basically took all of that and we just built it into PodPage. And so up to this point, for SEO, we've done all the magic. We structure the page well and all stuff. But you don't really know if you're targeting keywords for a certain episode. There was no way to tell internally like how well you were doing. You couldn't even set keywords. And this came up with a, a friend of mine who has a podcast and he interviewed Tony Hawk. And a couple of those examples, we were like, oh, he doesn't even know that's a problem. And so now in the elite tier, you can, for every page on your site, whether it's an episode, whether it's a video, a blog post, a custom page, you'll be able to say, here's the keyword that I care about for this particular page. And we'll run an analysis on the page to tell you, oh, well, you should probably put that in your meta title, or you should probably put that in the alt tag for this image. So it's really great. It's, I mean, we've got a lot more work to do on it, but it's a really, really useful tool. And like I said, 20% of podcasters are going to care that much because it's extra yeah. work, right? You have to go in and you have to think like, oh, okay, well, maybe the header of the page should be a different than my search title. Like you just have to do a little bit more thinking about it. And there's no real way for us to automate that because we don't want to ever change your content without your permission. And it still works the same way. So I publish on whoever I'm publishing through, PodPage pulls it in. And from there, I go in and put the icing on the cake, right? Yeah. There's the only thing that we really do that's a little magic right now that for elite customers that we don't do for the other ones is we use AI. And I know that's the buzzword right now. But what we'll do is we will take your title and description in your show notes. We'll feed it into AI and we'll say, what should be the focus keyword for this? Mm-hmm. Right. And so for that episode, it would come back and probably be like skateboarding, Tony Hawk. I forget what it was. And then the way that we've always built your URL, your link for your episode, if you don't provide it ahead of time, which you can, but if you don't, we take your title and we just slugify it, which yeah. Google loves. Yeah. Now what we do is for my example before, like if, if my title of my episode was making pancakes for my daughter or something, and then in my show notes, I talked a lot about Mickey Mouse, it probably would come back and be like, oh, the focus keyword should be Mickey Mouse pancakes. And we'll just make the URL Mickey Mouse pancakes too. And then when we email you and we say, hey, we published your episode, here's the URL that we chose. Here's the focus keywords that we chose. And you can go and change it if you want. But so we do that. That's a little magic. It's geared towards like getting you going. Because in most cases, we know the focus keywords are pretty obvious. And so with AI, we can figure that out for you. So that's a big component of the elite plan. But besides that, everything works the way it does. Uh, The other like plans, it's just, it does more. That's one thing reviews. Basically, the 99% of podcasters only really care about one market. And we've always said you can choose where you want to pull your reviews in on the pro plan. But Apple actually has 175 plus countries and you have to ask Apple 175 plus times for reviews. So whenever we check for reviews, we now check all 175 countries, which is a lot more processing. But for elite plans, we just automatically find reviews no matter where they're posted. We've integrated with Zapier. So if you have a sophisticated sort of workflow where you use Zapier to say like, oh, when an episode is posted to my pod page, tweet about it or put it in my Notion document or send it to Google. When a guest registers, you can now have it put into like your CRM, like all that stuff is possible now. That's some chocolatey goodness right there. Yeah. And like, you know, you can you can imagine 10 to 20 percent of people will care about it. And 98 people just won't care about that. Speaking of guests, so we already have a guest intake form and you can send to someone and say, hey, fill out my form and put in your profile information. And then when traditionally when that episode is released, you go in and you attach that guest to the episode. Now, what you can say is Brendan's going to be on episode 50. And as soon as we import episode 50, 
every time we upload an episode, we say, oh, which number is this? And as soon as we get episode 50, we automatically attach the guest to the episode. And then if you've put or the guest has put their email address in, we'll send an alert email to the guest and say, hey, the episode's published. Here's links to Apple. Here's links to Spotify. Here's links to Google. Here's links to the website. And so it just helps to that piece of the workflow. So, nice. Yeah. Speaking of linking, we do a little bit deeper for Elite customers. We're, we're now trying to find the deep links for each episode, which is remarkably hard and not automatic. Most people don't know this, but all, the 99% of platforms or websites, when even if you're on episode, like an episode from three months ago, you click the listen on Apple podcast button. Generally, that's going to open up your podcast on Apple Podcasts. It won't actually right. have to open up the episode. It's because it's really hard to find it. And so we now go and find your deep links to all of your episodes when we import them. So that's those are some of the big ones. We've got a lot of stuff we're going to be adding in the next six months, including we're going to transcribe all of your episodes if you haven't done that through your host. We're going to start sending, if you would like, we can send out alerts to your listeners, your actual end user listeners and say, hey, the new episode's out. It's just a simple email that goes out. And so there's more depth to it. But as you can kind of tell, like most of this is for podcasters who are sort of like a little bit more on the anal side of like, oh, I want all the... Yeah. Uh, these workflows to be completed for me. So. Extra sprinkles, please. Yes. <laughs> and then, yeah, another one that fits into that is we have pretty links. So you can set up pretty links for your sponsors. And we had a lot of the the podcasters that have lots of sponsors were like, oh, well, I have to run those links through Bitly because I want data about how many clicks I get. And so now that's all going to be in- integrated. So if you're a... Uh, I uh, salute you, my friend. Yeah. I've never said that. I'm always like, do I really need the data? I'm like, I'd like the data. I'm like, nah, it's good enough. But that'll be, that'll be cool. It's nice. It's nice to have it. And it's just, you know, directionally knowing which links are popular and which aren't. So right now, I mean, we're collecting all the data, but you can see it with how many clicks in the past week, how many clicks total gives you sort of an overview. So nice. Now, the other thing I wanted to ask is, did you do something on the back end to where you import quicker? Because not that it was ever long, but there are times like by the time I've like, put the pencil down and pushed away from the desk. Like it's on the website already. Did you do something different? There's a couple things. You have now brought up an example of how much better it is when we don't have to serve a ton of free podcasts, right? Mm. So, and we've been optimizing this for a while, meaning like if you were on the free plan, we weren't checking as often, but we were still checking. And so that's a lot of websites that we no longer have to check. So we're able to invest more in the infrastructure to check the ones that are paying. So that's one thing. The other thing we've done is, and this is a little experimental, but we've optimized. If you have a, a podcast that's that you're updating regularly, if we're seeing that your last episode was a week ago, we're constantly checking for new stuff. I mean, very, very often. Mm-hmm. If the last time you published an episode was a year ago, we're not checking as much. And so we've sort of built this way of, of sort of rationing, like, well, Dave's an active podcaster, so we're going to make sure his website's up to date. Oh, but this podcast, he's not investing as much time. And so when you have less volume of all those free podcasts, even if they're only slotted every once in a while, the line gets shorter. And then if we're only checking the active ones, you just have more chances of coming up in the line. I know there's a way that you can go in and manually say, hey, go check for a new episode. And that's the thing I used to do. And now, literally, as I'm moving the mouse to click on the button, the episode shows up. And I was like, okay, I don't know what he did, but that's awesome. So. Yeah, I mean, that's it. We, we put a lot of effort into making the back end faster, the websites faster, everything about it. Sort of, We've been balancing that over the past three or four months of new features and just a stronger platform. Sometimes, actually, that's a negative for us, the, the how fast it checks. Because what we found is we, when we get your episode, we then pull it in. 
And then we look, we ask Google, we ask Spotify, we ask Apple for the deep link for elite customers. A lot of times we get it before Apple does. So there isn't a deep link. And so <laughs> it actually added a pretty large amount of work to that project to be like, okay, well, we have to check. But then if they're not there, we then should check again. And we don't want to email the guest until we have the deep links. And right. so we shouldn't email the guest right away. And so it's all experimental. We'll see how it goes. But it is the majority of the time we're getting it faster than Apple does, which is a blessing and a curse. Anything else happening in Elite? That's not that that's not enough. I mean, that's a lot of really cool features, but any, did we miss anything? Well, you can now upload, this is applies to very few people, but a lot of people would have like an ebook or something they wanted someone to download. And we never had files that you could put you i'd always just be like put it on dropbox and use a link now you can upload files that are directly downloadable from your website there's a i worked with buzzsprout on this for the v1 of like a private feed support so people who have a website if they have a private feed they can't really use PodPage because we just import all their media right and so now you can actually use your private feed and then you set it in pod page of like well if someone wants to subscribe here's where they go and if you set it up correctly we'll replace all of the media links with a big subscribe button interesting we'll see how people like it i mean there's a handful of people who are testing it out and it allows them to have a website that stays up to date that has all the seo juice just no media players and so once they click subscribe they can't go back to the website and listen to it because we don't know if they've subscribed on supercast or not so it ends up just being like a way to have a website without putting the media out there so and then you know when you subscribe you get your private link and that you put that into your rs or your, in your yeah. so that's a little experimental we're doing a couple things on the pro side that should be out in the next couple weeks one was inspired by our conversation where you could always put an email pop-up when someone comes to your page and through co- talking to you and some of your students the idea of like well could we repurpose that pop-up to not just be about collecting emails came up so now people will see soon a configuration inside the dashboard where it's you're just configuring a pop-up and you can use it for collecting emails. You can use it for just welcoming someone to the site and you, the window just closes, or you can use it for like, go here and do something, right? Like here's a message. And so we'll see, you know, you could do probably from your podcast just came out clicker to buy on Amazon, like before they even go to your website. So that's coming out. And then still figuring out how it's going to work, but we're working on a way for the podcasters to connect and promote each other. And so a podcast internal pod page, podcaster network so you can say hey i'm willing to share your link because here's what i'm doing and someone might say like oh this actually would really go well with my audience and so you can sort of choose to promote each other on your page in certain places so we've been working on trying to like think about this for a while but convertkit built a really nice version of this i don't know if you've seen it but they've got this creator network where when someone subscribes to your newsletter you can choose to then instead of just saying like thanks for subscribing the next page says here's three newsletters that i really like you should subscribe to these too and it's a different model but similar concept of like how can we get creators to help each other grow as opposed to everyone having to do it on their own you know most people if they can get someone else to help them grow they're willing to help other people grow and i don't know i feel like when you go to these podcasting conferences you see how collaborative this community is and i think there's ways to do that digitally also so yeah and of course the the big question what are the prices now for the different levels the pro and basic are still the same if you sign up for a year the monthly sort of average is basics nine bucks pros 15 it's been like that since beginning of 2021 and then the elite because we're in this beta phase and there's more features coming and it's not finished and there's bugs and all that stuff so we're doing an intro price for elite of 25 bucks a month 
and that you you lock in that price. So even when we're finished and we and the price increases, you still keep that price. That's sort of our thank you for bearing with us while we're not fully finished with everything. And then if you want to pay monthly as opposed to yearly, there everything's a little bit more expensive, but that's yeah. sort of the base price. That's awesome because by the time you buy Yoast Pro and all the other stuff that you're talking about, you're going to be paying that anyway. And now it's all under less plug-in conflicts and blah, blah, blah. It's all under one roof and yeah. uh, beautiful. I, some, some old blog post probably back in the day when you and I first met, I, I wrote about all the plugins that we basically built, you know, Pretty Links Pro and now Yoast Pro. And there's a bunch of them. Like, here's all the stuff that's in PodPage. Here's how much it would cost to do all this, plus your WordPress hosting, plus your WordPress backup service, plus your... Oh, and it was hilariously cheap compared to if you were to yeah. do all those things on your own. But a lot of people kind of get duped into WordPress is free without understanding that WordPress isn't free. And so I sort of, I remember laying it out. And then I think at this point, I don't, I've never, never needed to have this conversation again because everyone like tries WordPress and they're just like, nope, it's great if you really want full customization. Like I, I'm a huge fan of it for someone who right. really wants to like hire a developer or designer and really like I've, the best podcasters probably all use WordPress the, you know, top, top podcasters, but they have the money and the time and the energy to do that. So, well, the only reason the school of podcasting is not on it is there's 18 years of garbage behind the front page. And I'm like, Ugh, moving all, that. but everything else, ask the podcast coach, podcast, rodeo show, podcast review show, everything is on pod page. Yeah. So I love it. So my favorite, I've, I've been kind of traveling a lot this month and I love the fact that I can schedule my episodes and I'm done. Like I don't have to worry about, Oh, wait, I got to log into computer at home and, potent. It's like, no, it's just done. And it's there. That's the, again, I'm like, about the time I go, I wonder, oh, that's right. I put on an episode yesterday. Oh, there it is. Okay. Everything's fine. So, well, I've never tried to like compete or worry about what happened, like what goes into the host because the hosts are great. I don't want to get into the hosting business. They're all great. But like after that happens, I would like to be as helpful as possible. And so a lot of the features that you've heard about are like, oh, we'll email your guest for you because we know when the thing is released because we get it. It's, we can't get it until it's released. So we, oh, we can go ahead and email the guest for you. We can go ahead and email your listeners if you would like that. We can go ahead and post to Twitter and Facebook and all those places. Well, I always try to figure out where we are in the stream of the workflow and just add value there. SEO tools, yeah. that's of course what we should be doing because we're the website. But we've chosen to not be like, oh, we'll use AI to write your show notes for you because you need that before we get it. You need that. like, at yeah. the, And the only reason I'm looking at automatic transcription is the vast majority of people aren't using the transcription service from their host or elsewhere. And so, and having the transcript on the website is very good for your SEO and very good for Google. And so we always try to figure out like, what's there, what's at that point in your process. And hopefully uh, you can eventually just set your thing to publish and everything else happens for you. Well, and the other thing we should mention that you've added is you now support some of the podcasting 2.0 stuff. Yep, that that came out a few uh, a month ago or something. Because when I saw Adam Curry has Curry in the Keeper was on PodPage, I'm like, ah, oh, there you go. Because I know some of those apps like Castomatic and Fountain and things like that are now options that you can, if you just wanted to link to just the non-traditional, shall we say, mm-hmm. apps, you can now do that. So yeah, you, can, you can do that. I can't remember how many tags, but we were able to pull in a bunch of tags from posts that support podcasting 2.0. To be honest, we were actually do, we've been doing it for for years. Like there are a couple of those tags. I was like, Oh, we've, we've, this, I didn't know this was new and special. It just do sort of, we just add integrated it a while ago, but we added some more and, and talked about it. And we're now listed yeah. as a supporting 
app for podcasting 2.0. So it's all great. I mean, the more interoperable everything is, the better it is for us because we get more information that we can use. I mean, I wish everything went in the feed. Like if I had my way, I'd be like, oh my God, your embed link for your media player should be in there. I have to do so much work to like make sure that your Buzzsprout player comes up. Your your player shows up. Just like, I mean, I've had to reverse engineer 25 different hosts to do that. It would be great if it was just in there. It would help everyone. Your guest information, all that stuff should be in there. It's still not super clear. I mean, you got your transcript URL. That's good. So I'm a big fan of making the feed more valuable. I think everyone wins there. Excellent. Well, Brendan, thank you so much for A, for building Pod Page. I love it. And uh, thanks for taking the time to tell us about the new stuff. Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks again to Brendan. You can check out Pod Page. Use my affiliate link, trypodpage.com. Or if you want to learn Pod Page, learnpodpage.com. And I always think it's funny because everybody and their brother is like, oh, you got to be in video, man. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Because, and I'm like, well, okay. And they go, well, don't you know it's the number two search engine? And I'm like, okay. And yet nobody really seems to remember, oh, what's the number one search engine? Oh, that's right, Google. And what is it looking at? Oh, that's right, websites. So we're all hot and bothered about the number two search engine while we completely ignore the number one search engine. And as our good friends, artificial intelligence, you know, good old AI kicks into gear, we are going to have large amounts of what my grandma would say is hooey. Yes, that's an actual word. Some caca poo-poo that will be endless amounts of AI-generated blogs and content and things like that. And so being found on the internet might be a little harder, and these tools that are now built into PodPage can help. And I'll have links to everything out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 899. So I mentioned where I will be, and as I record this, it's October of 2023. My 2024 calendar is starting to get peppered with different dates that are coming up. I'm talking to people, and if you would like me to come speak at an event or a meetup or a Zoom meeting or anything like that, you don't have to twist my arm too hard to come talk about podcasting. You can contact me out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. Everything is out there at the website, schoolofpodcasting.com. You can contact me. You can check out the old episodes. You can join the newsletter. And of course, you can join the School of Podcasting community. Use the coupon code LISTENER when you sign up to save on either a monthly or yearly subscription. And you can join absolutely worry-free because if you don't like it, you have 30 days to go, Dave, I thought I was going to be a podcaster. I don't think I am and I will give you your money back. It is all out at the website, schoolofpodcasting.com. If you want to contact me, join the newsletter, see what kind of gear I'm using, listen to any old episodes. If you want to follow the show, because you know, next week we might have that special guest. You could follow the show absolutely free, and the minute it comes out, it will come to your phone. It's all out there at the website, along with the link, of course, to join That website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Thanks so much for listening. Until next week, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. Which is also out at the website again, schoolofpodcasting.com. Slash follow will get you there. That's about 27 
calls to action. And if I was coaching myself, I would make myself record this again, which I am. There's going to be a whole lot of, uh, as my grandmother used to say, malarkey. That will be, and probably Joe Biden when I think about it. Uh, that's an old, ah, oh, crap. I can't say Joe Biden. People, that's talk about the J word. Holy cow.